With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Here's a chance for Hamposi. Back on the inside, they go! What about the start, Frank Lamagny? The Fijian Drua! Oh, look at the crowd up on their feet. What a start from the Drua. It's just come from that kick return from Kikioni Dalinga. Well, you can hear the excitement in the commentary team uh, led by uh, Greg Clark last weekend. Uh, and, of course, that was the rapturous sounds of 15,000 Fiji rugby fans on their feet applauding the Fijian Drua. Uh, that was the opening minutes, and it just stayed throughout. It was the most incredible atmosphere even to watch at home back in New Zealand here on television. Uh, Super Rugby certainly felt alive in the Pacific Nation. Uh, while I lost by three points, it will go down as a, a memorable match for many, uh, including, I would imagine, uh, the assistant coach for the Fijian Drua, uh, Glenn Jackson, well-known to us here, of course, in New Zealand. Jacko, welcome back home. Thanks, mate. Good to be home. And, uh, yeah, obviously a great occasion to, to be part of and uh, disappointing with a three-point loss. But, yeah, uh, huge for Super Rugby in, in the Pacific and really excited to be part of it. It was uh, a great turnout in the end. We spoke, uh, I think, on the Wednesday leading into it and uh, Brian Thorburn was actually very worried about um, the, the ticket sales and to the point where he was going to delay television coverage, etc. by a couple of hours. So all of a sudden, they got in the mood to come. Yeah, look, geez, the tickets went cheap for, for the Fijian public and uh, obviously there was a little bit of uh, controversy around the, the, the TV stuff, but... Um, uh, like I said, they sold it out and uh, it was live to air, so it was, it was really good. And obviously the Highlanders, uh, it's great that they could come out and then put on a performance that, that they did. So it's, um, you know, it was in, in the all, it was a win for everyone, spent, apart from obviously <laughs> the result. Yeah, the, the, the experience of, of putting a franchise together from scratch with alongside Mick Byrne, uh, just tell us a wee bit about that. I mean, you, you've been involved with the Chiefs, etc., but the, the, the actual setting up of a franchise of this nature and having to play most of your games uh, away from home. H- how's that been? Extremely tough, Smitty. Um, yeah, we've, uh, we're sort of running with three coaches, um, which most teams sort of have five. So, that you know, first of all, it's quite difficult. Uh, 70% of the boys are, have come from the island, which is fantastic. So no experience in any sort of professional rugby Um so that's been awesome for them. Um, we, we got flooded out of our, our residence in, in Lennox Head, so we're sort of just living from hotel to hotel. But, you know, it's been amazing. A great, um, amazing bunch of boys. Uh, their, their resilience and their understanding of just of, of life and just moving forward has, has been phenomenal. And it's, um, you know, we knew this year was going to be tough. We didn't expect it to be this tough, obviously, with all the, all the things that we've had to deal with. But uh, it can only be 
it can only create better men and, and better uh, rugby players for the future for Fiji. So uh, we, we've got plenty of learnings. Um, we've, you know, we've been competitive with most most games. We've sort of let ourselves down in a few areas, uh, pretty much a few, in most games as well. So, you know, when we sort of wrap up the season, there'll be a, a, a great debrief and, a, and a, some real good uh, understanding and learnings of how, how we can move forward into 2023. Jack, looking back to the start, I mean, the first two games didn't go so well. There were uh, decent margins that you're on the receiving end of. But then all of a sudden in round three, you won your first game. Uh, did you expect victory to come that, that soon? Because I, I think most people looking on, it's the same with Moana Pacific, have thought it might take some time. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome, obviously, to get a victory uh, early. Um, you know, we sort of look back on the season, the Reds, uh, we, we just haven't started well in most games. So the Reds, we sort of came back and, and, um, you know, I gave a stat to the boys that we sort of won most second halves in, in the games. Um, that, that's probably what was disappointing with the Islanders. Uh, you know, we, we had a really good first half for the first time and going into the sheds was about just uh, boys were going to keep playing. And, um, you know, we didn't. We, we kicked too much away and sort of whether the occasion sort of got to us was 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 disappointing. But again, you know, the learnings from from what we had in the like you said in the first two games to to now to being competitive um, going forward. I mean, obviously, we still know we've got a, some pretty tough oppositions coming forward uh, with uh, the New Zealand teams. But it's uh, it's good to be competitive. You know, like I said, uh, well, most uh, new franchises have have struggled, and uh, it's taken them a few years to get into it. So. That's great. It's uh, really disappointing. Well, unfortunate we can play more games at home because, as, as you talked about, the crowd that we got there and the, and getting back home was was awesome for the boys and and um, and to see their families have been away for six months. So, um, you know, it, it's it's been it's been great and it's good to be uh, competitive in most most games. I would imagine coaching a, a Fijian side is is quite interesting. I mean, you've been with the national side as well, and that. I mean, we all know their style of play, and when they're playing at their best, it is just there's so much flair and uh, enthusiasm about it. So, whilst you whilst you're trying to coach structure, you don't want to try and tame that flair as well. So, uh, unlike some of the New Zealand sides that haven't got that, uh, how do you, how do you go about keeping them with that free license, but under under measure? Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. It's obviously uh, a fair bit of around our review and then our debrief is around, um, you know, what, how much do we want to stop the boys doing versus what's natural to them? Because uh, some 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 clips you can bring up quite re- quite regularly actually and says, what are we doing here, boys? And then two minutes later, you're showing the same clip and what an amazing try. So I, th- I think the the real key to us is, is to make sure that we keep the drill away, the Fijian way, and, and, uh, and let, not, you know, not, Put too much structure in, in how they're playing. They, they definitely want um, we want an understand, understanding what what the draw away looks like and how we can carry on doing it for eighty minutes. But uh, it's it's just so good to see w- what they bring to the game. Uh, every every rugby team, you know, dreams of having uh, players that can just break the game open like like the Fijian boys can. So um, it's as you said, it's a, it's a tough balance of getting getting um, a little bit of structure, but also just making sure that the boys can be comfortable in how they play. One of the things uh, I, I guess is uh, when you talk about growing a franchise list like this is, is the first season or so you want to you want to be able to demonstrate that it actually works and and, and this clearly is working as Moana Pacifica seems to be clearly working. Uh, that of course must be quite exciting in terms of the pathway. We we spoke to Brian about the the club rugby setup 
in Fiji, but now they can actually see an entity below the national side. That must encourage uh, the youth and the future of the game in the islands. It does, and the Skipper Cup, which is their local sort of uh, NPC type setup, is uh, has been going uh, for for a long time. It's got a fair bit of um, popu- popularity around it. It's very tribal. It's it's phenomenal to go and watch. So from there, it was then either the Fiji national team or overseas contracts. And now there's a pathway from from which, well, as I said, 70% of these boys have come from that Skipper Cup now. And going around and talking to some of the coaches with Skipper Cup now, now you can see there's a there's um, I suppose a bit more professionalism around how they form their team this year because they know that they can go from a pure amateur sort of side of Fiji to actually being a professional rugby player based in Fiji. Um, you look at every team in France and England and, and even in New Zealand, there's Fijians scattered around uh, all those teams. So. The pathway now is not to hit overseas and make money. They can actually um, be part of the Endura. Um, we still understand that uh, it's, you know, they're not they're not on the same scale as New Zealand or Australian in terms of pay, and, and we know we're going to lose players to, to France, but or England. But uh, the good thing is, you know, some of those players are now quit, um, asking about coming back, and that that's that's awesome. That's awesome not only for the country but also for the national team. Um, heading into World Cups, having them. Base down here is, is, is going to be awesome um, both ways. Still, we, we understand the pathway for these young men is to, to do as well as they can and, and make money. So, we, we, you know, once maybe they have two or three years in, with the Endura, then they have, you know, we, we're also happy that they can go and make some money overseas. So there's a, there's a good little pathway now for those local players. Okay, so Wellington uh, this weekend, it's, a, it's an afternoon game, 3.35 kickoff. Hopefully a nice sunny afternoon on their backs. Um, what are you expecting uh, out of the Hurricanes and what have you been focusing on uh, in the last few days? Uh, well, the Hurricanes have been playing some good footy. Probably haven't got as many results as they, they probably would have liked, but uh, they're a good attacking team. And, and as I've said to our boys, that uh, it's, it's like being back in uh, Nandy or Suva or Lautoka Sunday afternoon. How good? So it's sort of focusing on afternoon footy. Um, we've seen it in, um, in last week in Suva that you know the boys get up to for... Uh, for day footy, so um, we're we're excited by it. We've got a obviously a quick turnaround, a six day turnaround to probably one of the biggest games of our season in Moana Pacifica. So it's a it's a it's a tough draw going from from Suva. Uh, we've been in Lautoka for the last sort of few days before we end up here in Wellington. So it's uh, it's good for the boys to really experience what um, this competition is about. It's not only rugby, but it's travel. It's uh, looking after yourselves and. And uh, experiencing new lifestyles, I think I think we've got about fifty percent of the boys that haven't been to New Zealand before. So you know, even that is uh, is something exciting for the boys. So it's uh, yeah, you got to take it all in. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to the Hurricanes. Obviously, um, got a reasonably strong connection with the island community. So hopefully, it's a good turnout and um, get into it. And uh, as you say, Moana Pacifica uh, is just round the corner, which uh, I think is uh, one of the most mouthwatering. Uh, Matchups that I can imagine actually in this competition, there'll be so much passion and and that. And of course, um, I, I guess it's one of those fixtures you look at at the start of the season and said, "There, that's one we can look at and and gauge exactly where we're at." Yeah, we can. Again, oh, you know, it's massively unfortunate that uh, COVID sort of controlled a fair bit of uh, of the draw because playing in Sydney is not probably where you know. Imagine playing in in Suva again; it would have been a 
probably a double sellout, I'd say, going over there or even in, in, in Samoa. So, you know, when, when, when that happens next year, that'll be amazing. But, yeah, that's, that's obviously a game that um, two new franchises uh, battling it out. Obviously, uh, Battle of the Pacific and... You know, um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a cracker. So um, it'll be uh, be a fair few big hits. I would have thought after that game. And you'll be saving a, a little bit for your old mate, the Chiefs in Lautoka uh, at the end of the month. I would imagine too. Yeah, mate. We uh, we trained there this week. As I, as I talked about, we were based in Lautoka, so it's a, she's a good old fashioned ground that one. So <laughs> it's it's awesome. I mean, the Chiefs uh, already have been so um, so. Uh, uh, excited about getting there. I know it's their last game of the season. They'll, they'll move on onto the semis, but um, it's it's great to to have them and host them, and uh, we'll put on a good performance for them. And um, and uh, looking forward to it. But uh, she, yeah, hopefully you can get up there. Smith. She's a she's a pretty rough old ground, so it'll be it'll be good fun. <laughs> uh, and uh, that they'll sell they'll sell that out. So uh, it's a huge uh, rugby um, uh, little town, a beautiful town. So it's going to be a cracker. Jacko, you've done pretty much everything in rugby and uh, at very high levels as well. Uh, where do you rate coaching as a, as uh, alongside playing and, and uh, officiating, refereeing? Oh, it's definitely the busiest. Um, yeah, as I said before, you know we're only sort of running with three coaches, so it's uh, it's it's certainly a fair bit of time. Um, it's it's a, it's great, you know, like uh, you got a real connection with the boys. Um, really love the Fijian boys, the culture. Um, which makes it easy, um, but you know it's forever looking at. Hopefully, you, you cover as much as you can without, as you talked about, without doing too much. So, it's I found it the hardest out of three by a mile. Um, but um, I think uh, you know it's it's just awesome to be part of the game in in, in a different sort of uh, area. So, uh, um, I think probably also with being a new franchise, it makes it even more exciting because uh, it's sort of just all the unknown that you're doing. Um, being being away from the family hasn't been ideal, but uh, it's uh, no, nah, like I said, mate. It's just it's just just uh, I feel very privileged and honoured to be still involved and in, 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 in part of uh, this new franchise. Jacko, uh, just finally, as you look at uh, the game of rugby these days uh, from a coach's perspective and from a coach's box. Um, what about the officiating side of it? It's changed even since uh, you're, of course, refereeing. It's become uh, more technology-driven. It's more uh, refereeing by committee when it comes to those contentious decisions, etc. The TMO is very much a part of it. Are you concerned by that? Yeah, I am, mate. I am. I, I, you know, I, I, there's plenty of people that have uh, stopped watching the game and um, or playing the game or wanting to be part of the game. It's, it's a massive concern. And um, I don't think it's... Totally down to the officiating, but uh, there is definitely a, a balance of looking after the player versus what the game's about. And um, at the moment, um, it, you know, it is extremely frustrating with the amount of input we are getting from from um, TMOs. But uh, yeah, I'm not blaming the TMOs. I, I just think at times there's, there's places where we could just crack on, you know, in terms of play the game. Um, you, you sort of you get a you know the biggest crowd. I think in Super Rugby this year is our, our game, fifteen thousand, and you know, you know, you know when we were play, when I was playing when we were young, Smitty, we, that was just that that was that was an average crowd. So uh, mm. it is a concern. It is uh, definitely. I know there's plenty of other things out there for kids and, and people to be part of, but uh, 
we are in a uh, position right now where we have to make sure that this game of ours is still great and um, still wanting people to be following it because, uh, you know, you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to work out that that's not happening at the moment. So is it the officiating? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. You know, there's, there's plenty of things that have to be sorted out um, to, to make sure that this is a game that every New Zealander and every person in the, in the world still wants to love and play. Jacko, um, I'll tell you what, those thoughts there are <coughs> very commonplace at the moment and it's, it's a real concern. But uh, it's been great chatting to you, mate. Um, the franchise is going well. We're loving the style of rugby that you're producing and uh, look forward to the Hurricanes at the weekend, eh? Thanks for chatting to us this morning. Legend, as always, mate. Thanks, Thanks for everything. Cheers, buddy. It is. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.